in your corner, saving one investor at a time, working for clients, not companies, all while bully-proofing portfolios, totally committed to sharing academic truths about investing, always representing Main Street and not Wall Street. It's your Sound Money team, and this is the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. Hello and welcome to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown. And I'm James Worth, and we are a registered investment advisory firm. We are independent. We do work for clients and not companies. To receive your complimentary and personalized financial income plan, give us a call at 513-575-9654. Whether you're seeking advice on old 401k, 403b, some type of employer-sponsored plan, perhaps even an NUA analysis, Here's the point about all this. If you're no longer with the company, then as a rule, your money shouldn't be there either. So we can help you roll that out into a tax-neutral IRA, take control of your money. Give us a call, 513-575-9654. Visit our website, brownfinancialadvisors.com. Email, share your thoughts to team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Our home office is in Milford, but we also have locations in Blue Ash, Westchester, and Florence. Greg? Well, to get started today, this subject is uh, pretty important. I would say retirement and income planning. Someday the finish line will be retirement. And retirement is a new beginning. It's really the first, I guess, period of time in your life that you are constructively unemployed. Um, You're going to work nowhere. You're going to work on um, pursuing the dreams and goals and ambitions to be more the, the version of the idol you. But we find that's to the contrary. People have never been busier. In fact, they oftentimes chide that uh, don't know how they ever had enough time to work. Well, those people that are happiest are the ones that have a plan. And that plan includes income because retirement is cash flow. And what kind of plan should they have? What kind of plan should you have? A custom plan. And what does it mean to have a custom plan? And do you have a plan? Uh, James, tell us, does, does everyone have a plan? Oh, no. It's, it's like the failure to plan is a plan to fail. There you have it. So you might have one, um, just may not like the outcome. So what does a true financial plan look like? Well, most important components of a solid plan, well, they would be something that you would be looking for because it'd be about you, right? So better yet, if you don't have a plan, uh, but you simply have investments, do you think that's enough? How do you organize them? Which buckets of money do you use first? What do you use for cash flow? What do you use for growth? What do you use for emergencies? What do you use for just uh, chasing those, uh, those toys or those places and things? It all matters, and it's best to have a plan. Now, we tend to, uh, well, what we tend to find most of the time is people think that they have a plan, but when they break it down and examine it, they, on further analysis, they more or less have kind of a report, kind of a one-page picture of something uh, there's more details. <clears throat> I guess even if you were to reverse engineer a, a, a paint-by-numbers um, picture and you peel back the layers, you do find the underpinnings beneath the colors, the organization and sequence by numbers that tie specifically to colors so that when you finally accomplish this and you lay out the plan or the image, you have a rather beautiful picture. Very same here. So otherwise, if, um, if you just stumble into the average, let's say, investment place, offering so-called financial services and advice, what you likely walk in and out of is a cooker cutter situation where for you, it's a hammer. And for you, um, let me see what I have in the toolbox, a hammer. Wait, wait, you're pretty unique. You're special. Let's see here. Another hammer. You might need a screwdriver or a saw. I mean, we oftentimes in public seminars just kind of joke about 
Um, have you ever tried to like screw a nail with a hammer or hammer a screw, right? Vice versa. I mean, you need the right tools. You just need the right tools and with that, the right plan and it shouldn't be cookie cutter. So let's build a custom plan together. What we offer is an opportunity for you to come in, either call us 513-575-9654, or email us, uh, team at brownfinancialadvisors.com, or go online, brownfinancialadvisors.com is our website, and there's a place there, a little form you can say, hey, I'd like to have one of those complimentary appointments. And other options, you can have dinner on us or dinner with us. If you go to the seminar section at the top of our uh, menu of our website, you can click there and you can, you can kind of go down a decision tree. One is you don't want to sit with a bunch of strangers in a public seminar and, and eat um, a steak dinner um, with your new best friend. You could just opt to come in for the appointment here. We'll spend time looking at everything you have. We'll have you back with all the recommendations, the plan, um, all the, all, everything without holding anything back. We want you to have clear recommendations and guidance, all complimentary without any obligation. And we'll still send you out, you and your significant other, for a steak dinner. Or the other option is just come join us at one of our evenings of food, fun, and finance at one of the local restaurants where we'll just speak about all things retirement and challenge you and then ask you to come in and do something special for you. And that would be put together a comprehensive plan. We'll cover investments, insurance, estate planning, income planning, cash flow, pension selection and maximization, social security maximization. That's pretty important. And so many of these things, when it boils right down to it, you want to get it right the first time. You know, retirement does not come with do-overs. And we've, we've, this isn't our first rodeo. We've seen thousands of homes, households over the years, and it's been a really awesome benefit to see the various um, dynamics and the outcomes. And we know what works, what works really well, what works less well, and what's going to be a collision course for your personal financial failure. So you don't have to risk getting it wrong the first time because you only get the one time. So let's help you. Let us help you by just contacting us. James, thought-provoking questions about uh, custom retirement and income planning. Oh, absolutely. The thought-provoking questions that tie into today's show. So for starters, what exactly are your financial objectives? Are they measurable? Are they written down? Are they just maybe ideas floating around in your head? And for the individual you versus the collective you, is the spouse part of these conversations? Are they involved in the decision-making process in planning for your retirement, your income, maybe even your legacy plan on, on the end of your days, right? What do you need your money to do for you? Here's what that means. Do you have a specific job title or description for your various different investment accounts? You might have one that's tailored more for future growth, one that's tailored more for current income. Or you could try to do two things at one time and get neither one done. What are the main priorities for your retirement? As in, what do you feel like you either want to or need to accomplish? You know, what are your life goals is, is kind of another way of phrasing that. Do you have sufficient income or cash flow to support your lifestyle? Your lifestyle that you have now, the one that you want to project into retirement and maybe perhaps uh, not just, again, the individual you, but also the collective you. From which accounts will you draw income and in what sequence? So if you need additional cash flow in retirement, where's it going to come from? What bucket of money? Have you, as Greg mentioned earlier, about maximizing different types of sources of income, whether it be from Social Security or pensions or taking, if you have a pension uh, option, taking the lump sum versus the annuitized version of the pension? To what degree are you at risk for maybe running out of money, at least prior to running out of life? 
Are your investments properly aligned with your personal risk tolerance? What is your risk tolerance? Is that the same answer now as it was, say, last year or five years ago? You know, we we hear this oftentimes when the market's pulling back, suddenly I want to be conservative. And then when the market's doing well, well, that's when I want to be aggressive. The problem is you wait until the market's not doing well to then become conservative. You wait until the markets have done well, and then you become aggressive. So timing the market does not really work in that direction because you wind up chasing the returns instead of capturing the returns. Yeah, you know, on that, you might get lucky. If you walk away with a win, you need to understand that probably statistically you just experienced an outcome driven by luck and not likely a repeatable process. So therefore, to catch that, it's not a process at all. It's scientifically disproven to be a process. And becoming more conservative, does that mean necessarily replacing equities with bonds in your portfolio? Or is there maybe a more effective bond replacement strategy that you should look at instead? Do you have a plan to properly address inflation risk? Yes, going back a couple of years, we heard that inflation was transitory until it wasn't. Have you factored in the potential for a health care? And I'll, I'll say the word emergency. This could be some, something short-term. It could be something long-term. Think the difference is an acute short-term issue versus a chronic long-term issue. We normally think of nursing home when it comes to a chronic long-term issue. Do you have a financial advisor to help provide guidance with the planning process? So the last one is where this all, you know, the rubber meets the road, if you will, the the having an actual financial advisor who was well-suited for all these different areas of need, whether it be for investments, retirement planning, income planning, even tax planning, and it, it all fits together. And at the end is legacy planning. But again, don't wait till it's too late to do your legacy planning. Very true. A financial advisor who's um, multidisciplinary, like wealth coach, all of the things. Like um, You've probably heard this many times. We look at ourselves as the the Mayo Clinic of Financial Services, because it's all-inclusive, it's holistic, and that matters. James, a plan, like you said, financial advisor here being the last item here out of some some odd 10 things that we've discussed here and provoking questions. Um, you could turn this upside down. Everything lines up with having good advice. You know, having a, a goal, um, personally, I think I've come at a crossroads in life where, and we hear it with clients too, they, they reach an end of some goals and they've reached many and fail to set new ones that are meaningful and keep on keeping on. And if you think about stepping in retirement, most people have reached the pinnacle of most of their goals and objectives and need to then transition into some new goals and objectives. So your plan is really a series of goals that have a series of steps. And some of those steps might be to avoid market timing and other things mentioned and other things that we're going to mention as we continue to discuss customized financial planning and income planning for you. Our phone number at the office, 513-575-9654. Call us, we can help. But stay tuned, you're listening to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors here on 55KRC, the talk station. Opinions expressed are solely those of Brown Financial Advisors and should not be interpreted as specific advice. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified investment advisors prior to implementation. Market-based investments involve risk and past performance is no guarantee of future results. Insurance-based investments offer guarantees based upon the claims-paying ability of the issuing company. All insurance, tax, and mortgage services are offered through Brown Insurance and Tax Advisors 
Advisors, LLC. Brown Financial Advisors and Brown Insurance and Tax Advisors are affiliated companies and may only transact business in those states in which registered or were otherwise legally permitted. Welcome back to the Sound Money Investment Show. Brown Financial Advisors, I'm Greg Brown. And I'm James Borth, and we are a registered investment advisory firm. We are independent. We do work for clients, not companies. That's Main Street and not Wall Street. Our phone number at the office, 513-575-9654. Website, brownfinancialadvisors.com. Email team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. And our home office is in Milford, but we also have locations in Blue Ash, Westchester, and Florence. Greg? Well, let's recruit along with this subject today, creating a custom retirement and income plan. So, what does it mean to have a custom plan? And do you have a plan? James said if you... uh, you have a plan, whether it's to succeed or to fail. Guess which one we want to help you with today. I'm reminded of a song lyric, and this is, I think, Rush, but it goes kind of like this. If you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice. Yes. So so don't be today's Tom Sawyer. Yeah, Something. there you go. All right. Well, that was an awesome band. Three guys, and they, they just, and they went all the way then until Neil Peart, the, the drummer, just couldn't go anymore. What what a mate. Anyway, gosh, I was too young to even appreciate that music at the time. But that drumming, see, that was, that was the cue. We're talking eclectically about the past and the sirens are to remind us to keep moving forward. Run from the siren. So here we go. What about a custom plan for you? Today's goal here, we're simple with this. Here's the problem. A lot of plans that we've seen people bring into us either don't exist, they're single page, they're just an investment statement to say, here's the stuff I own, and I'm diversified because I own lots of stuff. Ouch. A little misguided. Need some help. Or at best, cookie cutter plans. Not good enough. We need to do better. So, what do you think some of these have in common? Well, James, share some thoughts as we go forward here. Since today's show is all about planning, income needs, cash flow, understanding risk tolerance, inflation protection, meeting exceeding inflation so you can have enough cash flow to actually spend some of your money too and still have it last as long as you do, not outliving your money. I mean, the list goes on. Those are, those are objectives that are built into the overall goal of planning. James, we see it all the time. The goal is to have a successful retirement. Great. You're retired now. Is it just going to be automatic? No, what's your plan? Well, I plan to have enough money each month, you know, pretty much make it how long? Lifetime. Overcome what? Inflation. At what risk level? Hopefully the correct one. Do your investments line up with your risk? They better, or you'll react. You'll market time. Uh, just, it goes on and on. So there's really more, uh, you know, drilled down elements to an actual plan. That's why the one pager and the cookie cutter just won't work, James. Yeah, so as far as having a financial plan, and maybe this is the importance of why you should have one. And let's kind of you know, backtrack just a little bit because you hear the term thrown around quite a bit, kind of loosely at that, as you hear it all the time seemingly on the internet. It's, it must be true if it's on the internet. It's on the news. Financial planners, advisors, salespeople talk about it. Their marketing refers to it as well. So you need a financial plan, but that's the resounding message. Maybe, but maybe the question is why? Well, according to a recent TD Ameritrade study called Goal Planning Survey, 56% of Americans age 25 and above feel that they have a good grasp on their investments and understand how their assets are allocated. Now, that means of those who actually have a plan 56%, that means 44% do not. So you can always say the positive is more than half and the negative is, well, almost half. 44% don't have a plan. And 
of those, again, who actually have a plan in place, they are the ones who feel that they have a good grasp on their investments and they understand how their assets are allocated. That's like saying, what do you own and why do you own it? So again, those with the plan also tend to have a higher savings goal. And part of the savings is the investment goal for retirement. Yeah, I was just thinking, I was just thinking about the optimism in some numbers. I know some of these are like statistics. Yeah. And then thinking of optimism, you know, the other day at the copier when it wasn't working and it was about, you know, toner and some percentage of it being empty and it looked like, you know, it was acting like it was empty. And then Julie in our office comes along. She says this, she says, James, it, it still shows that it's, it's more than half full. And I thought, did you catch that? That's that optimism. We get so deep into numbers and things that I don't know if we're always as optimistic as we should be. We just get so into the black and white. Um, you should have fun with this. Um, all those numbers you just heard, you should take away. There's a positive outcome for you waiting to happen by having a custom plan for you, doing all the things ingredient-wise that make a, a wonderful recipe that's pleasing to the palate. And, and it can be a fun process filled with optimism, hope, and a lot of things that drive good health, wellness, prosperity. And if you're a little late to the party of being an optimist and a happy person with a bounce in your step, can I invite you to start today and do it aligned with your retirement opportunity? Because uh, that's really part of your plan too, is to live long and prosper. Prosper means more than money. And many of you know that. So let's just make sure we're doing that. So when we look at... uh, taking all this a bit further and taking and applying some of that research uh, and having some confidence in dealing with numbers and making them real for you. Like James says at the end of every show, you know, these things are true and possible uh, for you. Just because things sometimes sound too good to be true, the old cliche is, well, then it can't be. No, no. You know, sometimes, darn it, things can be good enough to be true and true for you. So let's look at... uh, But on the other side, if you listen to too much of the negativity... You know, some of this seems almost biblical. You know, there's there's the adage about there's always going to be wars and rumors of wars. Sound familiar? It's been happening not just now, but it's happened in the past decade. It's happened 50 years ago. It's going to happen 50 years into the future as well. That doesn't mean just simply ignore everything. It just maybe take it with a grain of salt when it comes to what you see on the evening news or whatever time of the day that you're watching. It would not be on the news if they did not want you to be unsettled about what's going on in the world around us. Yeah, there's such a flood of, inf- flood of information. If it's not provocative in some way, um, it's just not going to capture your attention or imagination. Unfortunately, I think we could do some more positive things like this one. Do you know we can captivate and capture the facts of your reality as it relates to money, investments, finance, and planning and feel that you need a plan that holds together your diversified financial world Again, all together helps you understand your situation better, solidify your goals, your objectives, uh, kind of sets you, your money, and your family on the right track. Kind of gives you the, the, the financial freedom and the, the the mindfulness to be okay about feeling okay, you know, confident and secure. So, what should your financial plan cover? You might ask. Well, here's some general areas, pretty important areas. Number one, <laughs> income planning, cash flow, right? Try to retire without cash flow. To be specific, your foundational income typically is from Social Security or maybe, you know, you have a pension. Not many of those, at least much anymore. And enough of this perhaps to pay your bills. 
Okay, so you, you, you can slow down on starting to draw from your investments. Or what if you don't have enough foundational income? You have a specific monetary need for cash flow on a monthly basis, and your foundational or other force, sources, forces of income, um, foundational sources, forces, are insufficient, leaving a gap. So with this gap, we need to use these other assets, buckets of money, correctly invested properly, the right risk, um, for the right duration, the right purpose, everything should align with the job description kind of stuff to get you that income. Some of your money will be will be dedicated towards the income objective. Other money will be for liquidity. Other money will be for the longer-term growth to hedge, meaning meet and beat inflation over long periods of time, so you'll have ample money and resources later to continue to draw from. Okay, now what's that part of? What's income planning part of? An overall comprehensive financial plan. Investment planning. Have you defined your risk tolerance for your plan? Has it changed? Do you know for a fact, a mathematical fact, something called the... um, uh, sequence of returns could be your worst enemy. If you do the same type of investing, even if you've done quite well through the accumulation phase and you try to do that in retirement, randomness can come and swipe enough of your money through sequence of returns and markets that none of us control. It could have you run out of money before you run out of life. And you'll be standing there wondering what you did wrong. I just did what I've always done and it always worked. I'm telling you in distribution phase, everything changes. You can't do it the same way. You need to come see us and you need to move away from brokerage firms and banks and these sources of non-real financial advisory information there. You know, for example, do you still go see a pediatrician? No, probably not. And you shouldn't see these generalists in these other areas of financial services either because you're not going to get the care that you need. So um, what impact would being in the wrong risk level in different full market cycles. What's a full market cycle? It's bear to bull to bear, or it's bull, bear, bull. So that's a sequence. Which comes first? If the bear hits you first early in retirement, your mathematical outcomes of your sustenance, your maintaining of your wealth through all seasons of your retirement is challenged with a headwind that could be of hurricane wind force, and you will not succeed. So it won't be necessarily anything you did wrong except not have the right plan with the right mixture, the right tools for the right purpose, for the right outcome. So are you paying too much in investment fees? Total cost of ownership is what you need to understand, not just fees, but all the cost. And that's what we'll bring your attention to and make sure that you're not pricing your investments improperly. Anyway, we'll continue. Yes. On the fees, think of direct, indirect, overlaps, redundancies, inefficiencies, et cetera, et cetera. There's more. There's much more. Our phone number at the office, 513-575-9654. Call us. We can help. But stay tuned listening to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors here on 55KRC. The talk station. Welcome back to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown. And I'm James Borth, and we are an independent RIA. That's a registered investment advisory firm working for clients and not companies. And it does, uh, it does all start with the plan. That means having a plan, knowing what you own and why you own it. So whether you're seeking advice on an old 401k, 403b, IRA rollover, investment planning, retirement planning, income planning, tax planning, Social Security Maximization, a Roth Conversion Analysis, for some perhaps even NUA Analysis, and an in-service rollover, all those and more we can help, 513-575-9654. 
Our website, brownfinancialadvisors.com. Email team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. And our home office is in Milford, but we also have locations in Blue Ash, Westchester, and Florence. Greg? You know, taxes, working with investments, working with financial planning in a holistic firm such as ours, you can go from tax-trapped to tax-free and anywhere in between more tax-friendly as part of your overall plan. You know, that's, that's taken for granted a lot, too. So as we're kind of continuing and we're on income planning and investment planning. Well, before we get back to the topic of today, what is or what are maybe some of the reasons, Greg, for people to visit our website? Well, our website has a lot of information like easy access to us on a complimentary without any obligation basis to get you fully assessed where you're at, what you hold, what it really is. Look at the spreads, fees, margins, loads and expenses that you might be paying. The total cost of investing, which might be might might very well be higher than what uh that you realize and to break it all down, then pivot and show you a, show you the way produce and create together your financial plan with all the investments and recommendations, nothing held back. You make a decision based on good, cold, hard facts. You understand exactly the cost and you see if there's a reason for us to continue to work forward. Also on our website, go to seminars. There's a tab there or a button or something on there for seminars. Choose a date. We have upcoming dates uh, each month where we have food fund and finance and we get together and um, just share some things, make some challenges, hopefully have you come on in and visit us. And then you can always catch our podcast. You might not be listening to this show live. Huh, probably not, but you can catch us on podcast anytime. What are some of the sources for podcasting? Well, besides our website, yeah, you can go because to- we're going to have the five most recent shows listed on our website, but you can, you can go to Apple, Spotify, places like that as well. So that's a little information. But we're, we're steering you back to our website for a reason. Yeah, because there's good information. <laughs> so income planning and investment planning, big components of the overall financial plan. Why? You need cash flow. Once you know your foundational income, Social Security, maybe pension, versus how much you need on a monthly basis, we establish your gap. Through the gap in your financial plan, we go to work with the right investments to meet those gaps in every other aspect component of your plan, which can include a lot from the from the taxes to understanding how you take your required minimum distributions, the money you have to take from your IRAs over time, to the legacy planning. You know, there's two components of legacy. There's this side of eternity and the other side. You want to be prepared for both. And even the areas of long-term health care. Think about that. The, the two top, I guess, things about getting older and money and retirement that uh, worry people. Really, it's three. But it's, uh, the top two is not having enough money to last a lifetime. Number two is going to a nursing home. Number three is just health care um, needs and challenges and the ability to afford health care throughout all of the, uh, the years of your remaining life, right? So those are biggies. Um, nonetheless, when it comes to income planning, you know, last year was a very bad year for bonds. The bond markets are kind of recovering. That's all good. But you need to be aware of some alternatives. So if you're out there and you have some dormant cash, so number one, you just have cash that's what? Collecting dust? <laughs> Pretty much. We have a stable value fund that uh, you could expect 2 to 4% uh, currently. Now, you know, a promise of future returns. It's not a compliance statement. I'm giving you a, a range. It changes dynamically with time, depending on when you're listening to this. Just give us a call. The point is you don't have to have dormant dust collecting cash, and it can stay fully liquid. That's key. You don't have to tie it up. But if you're out there shopping for CDs and you're kind of looking for some safe, safe money, we have um, um, gosh, opportunities for three years north of 5%. Five years, 5.657, even touching upon 5.8 here soon, somewhere in that range. 
and they're more liquid than CDs at the bank. They pay better than CDs at the bank. We call them CD type annuities. So they stay in tax deferral. They don't hit your tax return every single year. Yep. And maybe here's the hierarchy of interest rates. If you look at who's going to pay what. So the CD shoppers out there, listen to this. Banks will pay the worst. Credit unions might pay a little bit better, but insurance companies will be better, paying better than all of those above. Yep. So, so if you're looking for better rates, you need to shop with something that will be something called an annuity. I know that can be a scary word for some people out there, but what we're talking about is a short-term annuity that lasts from two years to three years to five years. Your choice on all of these, it's a fixed interest rate. It's called a multi-year guaranteed annuity. Every year, the interest rate is guaranteed. Yeah. So if you're a CD shopper, this is an upgrade for you. So you have the liquidity of the stable value to make something. You have the fixed guaranteed return, highly competitive in the CD quote unquote type annuity. And then we kind of morph into some market strategies. Um, James, take us through one or two of these. And these are, look at these as hybrid investment solutions. Uh, You might consider them annuity killers. So if you're out there doing the dinner circuit and you're in front of these insurance sales termites getting pounded about why you should have a fixed index annuity, there are some good ones and good purpose. But right now we have some market-based alternatives that are just literally smoking um, gun annuity killers. And then some bond replacement strategies too that kind of give you the the world, the upside of equities with the, uh, the reduction of downside risk or even the elimination of it. But James... Well, market-based strategies, remember this, there's always some degree or measure of, of risk in a market portfolio. But what we're doing is we're trying to mitigate or at least mostly eliminate the amount of risk that you're taking. So the concept is called a buffered index portfolio. And the buffered index, and this is just our marketing name for the product, is a buffered index portfolio. And these are real what we have for offerings currently today. The we, we have concepts called the cap and the buffer. Cap, think of the cap as your upside potential. Buffer is your downside protection. And we have two different offerings right now that have a 100% downside protection. Yes, 100% downside protection. Now, here's the trade-off. For the upside potential, there's a cap. And for one of our strategies, we have a 12, 12-month buffered index that has a cap of 9.25%. We also have another one that has a 24-month maturity, so two years, with a cap of 22, over 22%. So door number one, commitment of time is one year. Door number two, commitment of time is two years. What's the trade-off? The first one has a cap of right around 9%. The second one has a cap of right around an annualized figure of 11%. So 22 market- over 2, 11 if you annualize over 1. Yeah, so that 9 and a quarter percent in one year. So if the, uh, the S&P or the Dow, which are the lesser performed, the two went up 10%, you would get nine and a quarter. Over the two-year product or offering uh, strategy, it would be, um, well, the 22.25% cap to the upside would mean literally you would get, if the market was up 23, you would get 22.25. If it was down 20, you'd be down zero. And then the, you might call those the pessimistic approaches. What if you're an optimist? You think two years out, the market's going to be higher. Uh, what might be good for that person who's more optimistic, James? Well, I would say, if you're just asking me, how about an uncapped opportunity to the upside? An uncapped opportunity to the upside. What does that mean? Well, this one would be dual directional. Now, this is adding a third layer. Don't mean to get complicated because it's really not. Follow this. The lesser performing the S&P or the Dow's results after two years. So two years later, we open up our Christmas present and see what the results of the indices were. If they're up, you make money. Well, how much money? Well, if it's up 20, you get 20. 
It's up 30. You get 30. It's uncapped to the upside. Hmm, what's the catch? Well, this one doesn't have 100% downside protection, but it has something you probably don't have in your market investments already, downside uh, some protection, shock absorption. This one has a buffer of 15%. So uncapped to the upside, and it absorbs the first 15% of any downside. So if the outcome was negative 20, you'd be down five. The 15%, first 15% is absorbed. Now, here's something interesting. If it's a negative result between zero and negative 15, that buffer amount a negative becomes a positive. So a negative 14 becomes a positive 14. So that's why it's called dual. You can dually, you can make money two ways. On the upside of a market and in certain ranges of outcomes, negatively become positive. These are things, this is, this is differentiation time 101. This is why we're different. You don't get this from brokerage firms. You can't get it from insurance agents acting like financial advisors. You need to know there are options. Our toolbox has a lot of different tools in it. We joke about the mothership puts one or two tools in every tool bag, and then no matter what you get, you always get the tools that the mothership put in the tool bag when you actually need a whole other set of tools from a whole larger array of tools in a tool bag. These are just some examples. So dormant cash, solution. For fixed needs and fixed interest rates, for the CD-minded person, solutions. For the person that wants to reduce or eliminate downside risk but have a market strategy that's boutique in nature and exclusive and unique in terms of proprietary, solutions. We have solutions. Traditional investing, all kinds of solutions. Really cool equity strategies, fund-based strategies using ETFs that are low, low cost, low redundancy. Just a lot of solutions all wrapped in a financial plan, income plan that's customized for you. And one more, because those that we have just mentioned are designed for future growth. We also have a portfolio designed for current income called the Design Income Portfolio. And what that is designed to do is provide a steady stream of income while not depleting the, the underlying nest egg. There's more details. There's much more. Our phone number, 513-575-9654. Call us. We can help. But stay tuned. You're listening to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors here on 55KRC. The talk station. Welcome back to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown. And I'm James Borth, and we are an independent registered investment advisor firm. We do work for clients, not companies. That's Main Street and not Wall Street. Our phone number, 513-575-9654. Website, brownfinancialadvisors.com. Email, team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Our home office is in Milford, but we also have locations in Blue Ash, Westchester, and Florence, y'all. Continuing with creating a custom retirement and income plan. We kind of just arrived at some other components, talked about income planning, investment planning. We took a little detour there and covered some alternative solutions you'd be aware of. And then, James, what uh, with income, always always comes this other thing called what? Oh, tax planning. Yeah. And guess what? It's always tax season. I know it seems more you know busier than other times of the year, especially now. But tax planning, think dollars and also tax rates. So can you increase your tax efficiency or at least to mitigate the taxation on things like your Social Security benefits, not pay more on your Medicare premiums if you're age 65 plus or at least on Medicare? How does, how does the different type of income get taxed? That means capital gains tax rates versus ordinary tax rates. We also dovetail into IRAs. That means R&D planning. And this is where maybe the income, the, the cash flow needs intersect. What are the repercussions, pros, and cons of doing QCDs? That stands for Qualified Charitable Distributions. 
So perhaps if you don't have an advantage in your taxes of donating to your favorite charity, usually church, but to your favorite charity from your checking and savings account, again, there's no tax deduction for many people to do it that way. So perhaps replace that with deductions or donations directly from your IRA that count towards your R&D but do not count as income. That's known as a qualified charitable distribution. Legacy planning, what's going to happen, not if, but when you die. Will your heirs and your loved ones, hopefully your loved ones, inherit your stuff in the most tax-efficient ways possible? What will be your legacy? Long-term care, do you have a plan for a potential long-term care stay? So long-term is is like saying long-term health, long-term care as far as staying at home, How's that going to work? Sometimes the best policy is to have a long-term care policy. Sometimes the best policy is to have a plan called an asset-based protection plan that addresses these needs. But again, every part of a overall retirement plan should at least address the potential for a long-term care stay. Greg, any thoughts? Oh, just that those uh, required minimum distribution ages have changed with that Secure Act 2.0 and 2.0.a. I'm waiting for a 2.1. Yeah. But yes, right now, the new age for RMDs, the start date is age 73. And what seems like in about a decade or so, it's going to ramp up to age 75. So initial steps needed to create a customized plan. You know, all the things we described here are needed in a plan. And at the very least, they need to be discussed and, and fully addressed. Now, um, when it comes to retirement and creating that plan, always build the foundation of income planning component first. The amount of income you're going to receive versus the amount you need, determine the gap, and then we get to work on the the appropriate approach, whether you want some Inoso money, green, fully insured, guaranteed income for life to fill that gap and then invest your market risk uh, dollars um, in such a way that you don't have a dependency or need for income from them. Or if you want to use a market approach and use some of the things we described and kind of blend them together, have a, a multi-fanged approach, um, it's always good too. And we tap into some of that by a certain amount to give you the cash flow you need to fill that gap and keep growing your money while you're using your money and enjoying your money too. So it's just, it's, that's what gets into the custom aspect. And we just need to understand your situation better, see what you have now, make sure we get it all cleaned up, tightened up, uh, appropriately aligned with your objectives and cast that forward and project it as an actual plan for you. James? Well, the plan itself, the foundation is cash flow. The foundation is the income plan. And retirement, at least it's supposed to be more about doing what you want and less about what you have to do. But once again, your, your wants versus the needs, they, they kind of have to be balanced out. So you have to be able to spend confidently, but also within your overall budget, having a budget, having a plan. That requires you to know what you spend and to make sure that you have, again, enough cash flow, enough income to do that. So when you retire, how much income will be coming in from different types of reliable sources that might be called social security might be pension. And by the way, social security is not going bankrupt, not anytime soon, not as long as we have politicians who want to be politicians, it's going to stay intact. Greg, any thoughts on that? I uh, I would agree. They might change a little this and that, but if they want to still be elected, they got to keep um, telling the truth the way they see it. So let's, let's talk about, so you have your income. And now James mentioned how important it is to gather that, understand that for what it is. Then we need to determine, again, if there's a shortfall. So if there's a shortfall, how much is it? We'll call this, again, that income gap. Mentioned it several times throughout this show. Let's say your shortfall after factoring in all the inflows and outflows on a monthly basis, that your gap is 2000 per month. 
Well, you need to consider the financial vehicles that will actually help you bridge that gap and provide the additional $2,000 per month. And that's net, right? Not gross, like net pay, spendable money. We're talking all bottom line spendable money. So when focusing on the rates of return, looking at the different investment vehicles, um, it, it needs to be more secondary to the income development. So in other words, we need to choose a tool that's going to provide the income by purpose first and foremost, then look at rates of return and other aspects of growth. Don't confuse your income with growth. It's like asking um, the old adage about people want equity rates of return with treasury risk. Well, some things are just, this is for income, that's for growth, uh, this is for dividends reinvested for growth and cash flow. Um, certain annuity products are for guarantees of income, but not for growth. It's safety and income versus you know, safety and growth or adjusted or managed risk for growth. All these different categories or characteristics of investments matter. So does your uh, asset pool, your collection of goodies, income, savings, investments, support and bridge that income gap currently? Do they do it efficiently? Do they do it tax efficiently? They do it in terms of where it's broken down by purpose of money. What is the withdrawal rate that you need? What does that mean? Well, $40,000 a year is a 4% withdrawal rate if you have a million dollars. So that's the withdrawal rate. To sustain a withdrawal rate, you need a sustainable investment to be able to do that while it stays growing too because what else is always happening in the background? Inflation is fighting for the same dollars you're trying to use. So hopefully your asset pool can support the $2,000 per month needed. That's 24000 a year. So how much money do you need to be able to throw off, if you will, the fruit of 24000 a year net after tax? So here's what is meant by sustainable. If you need an income gap covered of that $24,000 a year and you have a million dollars in a nest egg, then uh, 30000 a year is a 3% withdrawal rate, which is good, sustainable rate, no doubt about that. We're very comfortable with that. And uh, if you have a $300,000 nest egg, then that $30,000 per year would be 10% withdrawal rate. Now you're talking something different, very difficult to sustain through all the market cycles that exist for the rest of you forever. So what is your projected life expectancy? Uh Uh-oh. Not only how long do you need a certain withdrawal rate off a certain nest egg to produce a certain amount of cash flow, it's how long do you have to do it too? Projected life expectancy, how long do we need to have the plan in order to supplement the income gap? Concept here, let's say add five to 10 years to that number to avoid running out of money prior to running out of life. Obviously, planning to make sure that you'll have the withdrawal long enough is key to everything. Cash flow is key. Sustainability. Don't outlive your money. Let's get together and get this right. Now, another part of this is how to match different types of financial vehicles or investments to maybe help meet those objectives. So for example, dividends from securities, that means from the stocks, the equities, mutual funds, ETFs, exchange traded funds, dividends from REITs, real estate investment trusts. We're not a huge fan of the REITs as far as sometimes the fund becomes in charge of when you get to buy and sell. That's maybe the biggest drawback to those. But how about income from annuities? Preferably via income riders, not annuitizing the contract. Big difference. Yield, otherwise known as interest from fixed income, that would mean bonds. So if you hear the term, the terminology, I know English, terminology is to say bonds is fixed income, fixed income is bonds. Bonds, you're just simply buying someone's debt. That means government debt, corporate debt. So whether it be from bonds or bond funds, the interest or the yield from those. 
The designed income portfolio we touched on a little bit earlier is a clever approach, I would say, to how you can draw sustainable income from a portfolio without draining the underlying nest egg. Very important concept because instead of just simply killing the fruit tree, you're just picking the fruit off the tree and leaving the the tree intact to then grow more fruit. Excellent. Any closing thoughts, Greg? Nope. That was a vital, vital analogy there. Keep your orchard intact. Keep picking fruit. It's very important. Don't break branches and components your tree of your orchard where there would be no more fruit because of no, no more tree. All right. Our phone number at the office, 513-575-9654. Again, 513-575-9654. Call us. We can help. Now, on behalf of Greg, myself, James, thank you for listening today. Have a great week. Remember this, sound money, where good things are believable, achievable, and true for you.